Hello, listener. You've pressed play on the newest and latest episode of Michigan Soccer Central Podcast, your weekly dip into the world's game being played right here in the Great Lakes state of Michigan. How's it going out there? Hope you're well. My name's Robert Kerr, your host of this show each and every week. Glad to be here once more on the 27th of June. It was a action-packed summer soccer weekend. Sun was out late as we are in the early days of summer. Uh, Some bullet points of the weekend. Detroit City FC officially in a slump after a loss to uh, Eastern Conference table toppers Memphis. They've not won in four now and will uh, be looking for some inspiration in the games to come as the long season of USL Championship kind of takes hold as we're getting just about to the halfway mark in that season. Uh, The USL League 2 had a pretty chaotic weekend. Um, OCFC missed the chance to jump into the uh, top three of the Great Lakes Conference as they uh, were felled 3-1 to one on Friday night. And that was an opportunity to jump ahead because some of the top teams also took losses at the weekend with the Bucks losing to Lansing and then Ann Arbor falling on Sunday to Kalamazoo. So the top three of Ann Arbor, Kalamazoo, and the Bucks remain even though they all had some mixed results at the weekend. A team without mixed results, probably the hottest team, in, at least in NPSL action, Muskegon Risers continue to be hot. They top their Great Lakes division in that league and just notched a 4-1 to victory against the Milwaukee Torrent. So uh, look out there in NPSL action, the Muskegon uh, getting back into the outdoor men's game for the first time in a while, they in their uh, returning to NPSL play, or actually finally getting to start NPSL play after quite the delay with COVID and whatnot. But on this week's show, we got two interviews to bring you. First, we've got a two-parter here with Division Three girls soccer state champions. Williamston High School. We've got the coach Steve Horn with two players, Ella Cliver and Abby Peeper. Great interview filled with joy and a lot of promise on that team, as well as Cedars FC coach in the wake of a big win in their club's history. They won on Saturday night the UPSL Regional Championship. So great episode on the way of Michigan Soccer Central Podcast. Welcome back in listener. Very happy to continue coverage on this year's Girls Soccer Michigan Champions. This week we've got Division Three Champions Williamston High School. They won the MHSAA Division Three last weekend. A big 3-2 win over Hudsonville Unity Christian. And to represent we've got head coach Steve Horn and then players Ella Cliver and Abby Peeper, welcome to the Michigan Soccer Central Podcast. Uh, thanks for having us. 
And so the big win um, I saw noted that uh, this was your third trip to the state championship finals and your first win. Um, how does it feel about a week after the win? <laughs> Pretty sure I'm still on Clyde nine. Uh, even this morning I was watching film and just enjoying the moments on film. And uh, it's pretty unbelievable actually to, to, to think that uh, all your hard work and everything you did all year, uh, it turned into a state championship. So very proud, still happy, still living it, living the dream. Girls? Yeah, it's just crazy to like reflecting on that, that we made it that far and we are able to accomplish that big goal that um, we haven't been able to do before. So just to have that title like on us is just crazy. Yeah, I agree. I think it is so surreal and it still doesn't feel real. Um, I can't believe it happened a week ago. It feels like it happened so long ago. But yeah, it's nice to be able to hold that title. From uh, just uh, from my perspective, it looks like in the game itself, uh, you uh, it was you stuck out a lot of chances in the first half and then scored twice in the second half to get the three two win. I'll start with you, Abby. You made five saves. Can you kind of give me uh, the story of the game from your perspective? Yeah, so going into the game, I was very confident. I think that it was all a little nerve-wracking, but I was confident with the whole team perspective and the D and clearing the balls out. And I think that, I mean, we've worked hard the whole season that there's no way that we would back down so it was it was scary to get those two goals in and especially when they scored the first goal but I think that once we started to get into the game and calm down everything was in our favor. Ella what was it from you were out in the field I saw that you had three shots in the game uh can us walk us through your experience of uh that big win? Yeah, um, I was honestly just happy to be there one step closer than we were last year, and that's just, like, where we wanted to be was playing at MSU. And, I was, yeah, it was just a really good experience, and I was just giving it my all and just trying to, um, like, put shots on and get um, both of our teams. So you two are both, uh, you just finished your uh, junior season. You've got another year ahead of you you've been to a final each uh, step in your high school uh, years um, coach what can you say about uh, your players here and the team at large and in especially these girls with a, another year ahead of them yeah um, we, we had a great senior class you know um, four girls uh, four of those seniors started a um, couple of the girls um, that were you know, coming off the bench but we have a ton returning next year of the three people I think we had on the roster for um, the state tournament. We returned 17 of them. So um, it's a very talented group led by, you know, these two and, and a, a host of other juniors. Um, and uh, it means uh, the future could be bright for the um, for this class as well next year. You guys are located uh, in Williamston. That's uh, in central Michigan, just to the east of Lansing. Um, it seems, uh, without knowing too much of the background, it seems like you run into this Hudsonville Unity Christian side in these big games. Um, how far away from each other are you guys located, and how many times have you played them before, before this big win? 
they're on the other side of the state, right? So they're in the Grand Rapids area, but I swear it feels like we're right next door because we always run into each other in the playoffs. Um, actually, the two previous times that we've been to the state finals, they were the opponent and they beat us both times. Um, we, we used to play actually every year during the regular season up until the COVID year, and then uh, Randy and I just haven't had a chance to connect and get our uh, schedules aligned. But yeah, we're both very familiar um, with each other. Um, we both uh, um, know each other very well, and we both usually make pretty deep runs into the tournament. So they're a pretty uh, common opponent for us, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that we were able to get the win this year, for sure. So what was the style of your Williamston team this year, and how did it uh, uh, grow throughout the season? You had, were the number one seed in the tournament, a 17-2-1 record. Um, how, what kind of style does your side play, and how did it grow throughout the year? You know, I think that's the best thing about our team is we can play and, and, and be successful in a variety of different ways. Um, the team itself was uh, full of intelligent soccer players. So they were able to read the game and recognize what was required. Um, the coaching staff, you know, would, would give a, a couple of instructions and they'd be able to go out there and execute it. So we won, um, if you want to call it playing ugly, we won by playing really nice uh, on the ground, move it around style of soccer. Uh, we played, uh, uh, we won playing direct. Um, so we, the team itself, you know, was able to, in, capable of playing in, in a variety of styles. But obviously, I think uh, the more attractive style for me and what I'd like our team to do and what we did probably the majority of the time was, was keep the ball on the ground, knock it around, open teams up, spread them out, um, and then, you know, try to cut them apart when we do that. So um, that's really how we had a lot of the success this year. But uh, ultimately, when it comes down to winning games, you know, however you win the game doesn't really matter as long as you do. And our girls did a great job of finding ways to win. With the games being played, the championship games played not too far away from you guys in East Lansing on the campus of Michigan State University. Uh, did the team ride together on a bus or anything like that? How, how did you guys celebrate uh, this victory? Yeah, we rode a bus to the games. We ride, ride to and from all the games. Um, it's kind of a thing of our team. You know, uh, we, we have to ride to and from games and um, it just brings you closer together, right? But it was really neat. The, the day of the final, we got... Uh, a police escort out and um, all the fans, all of our community was lined up on the corner of uh, Grand River and in Williamson and they saw us out. And then uh, when we won and we came back in and they saw us back in, it was really, it was really awesome. And our, our, our community, our soccer family, they are absolutely incredible. Um, they supported us the entire time. And um, yeah, it was, it was just great to have so many people in our, in our community supporting us. So girls, what was that like to see uh, the police waiting for you when you pulled back into your hometown? It was a really good feeling, just like knowing that our whole community was there and supporting us, and just like um, being there like our entire season, and then that they get to come out and support us at MSU, and just yeah, having them there like with us is like kind of like an honor, just like that they're there supporting us. Yeah, I agree. I mean, seeing all the people in the stands were. There was so many people that we knew, especially the student section and all the parents. And then to and from the game, there was all of the supporters and the community. And it was really nice to have them on our side and just see them and see them waving and cheering us on. So school is obviously out for summer for you. So uh, I guess that, that huge support is awesome. And you get to celebrate it with a good amount of the school. They, they, they've, they've, they've stuck with you past the school term. 
Did you get to, to see a lot of your classmates? Yeah, like Abby said, like the student section would come out and support us. And it was just like super awesome to see that our classmates were there um, supporting us along the way and um, always cheering us on. Well, that's great. What are your girls' um, um, kind of like hopes for next year after uh, uh, to reaching the, the championship and, and, and seizing it and, and winning it? Um, and the, the regular season was impressive. You were number one seed. What's the next step? That What's that, that goal that you're going to set for yourselves next year? Um, I think, obviously, like, we all want to be at the same place next year. That's the ultimate goal is to win the state championship every year. I think that also working as a team and working as hard as we did this year coming into the season and just having an overall good season is all our goals. And for you, Ella? Yeah, like what Abby said, that's where we want to be at uh, state final at MSU is where we want to be. So um, I think our team, I believe in our team that we can go far next year as well because we have that mentality still in the confidence. And then for all three of you, um, can each three of you pick out, like, what's the, the one memory of the season, even it could be the season or the playoff run, like the, the one moment that you, you'll probably is uh, your favorite of the this whole entire run? I think, honestly, there's a close tie between beating Hazlitt. Um, that was, like, one of my favorite wins. But also celebrating with the trophy our state final game, that was just, like, the best feeling ever. But, honestly, also beating Hazlitt was um, a really good feeling as well. So, between those two. Um, that's a tough one because I think that this team is just so bonded together. Like, every time we got a chance to be with each other, it was good. But I think being able to get the ultimate trophy and also the Hazlitt game was nice to beat them. And I think winning in PKs against Notre Dame Prep was really cool, too. So, Was there a, a, a save in that penalty shootout that... Uh... Uh, pushed you like uh, was there any moment that you made a save that uh, you it was uh, to a, a greater difficulty than something you'd done before were you pushed farther in this run um yeah so I think it was the second or third shot I made a save and I think that it brought my confidence and energy level up and as soon as I made that save I knew we were going to win the game because I was confident that we would score like the players shooting would score in the PKs and so yeah quite a moment against Notre Dame prep what's your uh like flashbulb memory of the season coach mine's gonna be uh, a little bit interesting because you know we beat Hazlitt in the regular season right and that was a that's a big one because it, they're the rivals in our conference and um but we actually lost to them in the in our gold cup which is our kind of our area tournament and we lost to them in PKs and I think that might have been my favorite moment of the season and I know it sounds kind of weird but I saw an absolute determination in uh, my players eyes and there was a, a photograph that was was captured and I don't remember who, who captured it but it was uh, of my entire team just like this absolute look of like anger <laughs> so um, I think that might have been my favorite moment of the year because it was in that moment right then I knew it was like we were probably going to win the state championship. I was, I was that confident that going into the state tournament um, with that as our motivation and um, yeah, yeah, it kind of came through, but obviously, you know, winning it all, holding the trophy at the end of the year, 
Um, you, you know, those that don't know me, I don't actually touch trophies at all. So all the district trophies that we won or all the regional trophies that we won, I've actually never touched those. Uh, I, I definitely uh, was happy to touch the state championship trophy this year because I, I, I've been waiting for that one for a while. So that was a great feeling as well. Um, but you know, you combine those two moments, and I think that kind of uh, you get everything for me in, the, in those two moments. Well, congratulations, Coach Steve Horn, and to the players Ella Cliver and Abby Peeper. Uh, congratulations on securing a, a state championship uh, for your team and for yourselves and for the school. Congratulations uh, once more. Uh, thank you so much for joining me here on the Michigan Soccer Central Podcast. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for having us. Welcome back in, listener. Our next segment, uh, a big weekend uh, for UPSL action. Our next guest squad won the UPSL regional finals and penalty kicks. I've got head coach of Cedars FC, Haider Alziati. Welcome to Michigan Soccer Central Podcast, sir. Thank you, Robert. Thanks for having me. And congratulations. Um, where does that rank in uh, wins for the club? Oh, that's, it's, it's big. It's big. It's huge. Um, last year we were in the, in the same position and, uh, Detroit United were, were the better team and, and they, they, they hurt us. Um, it put a bad taste in our mouth. And this year we were looking for a little bit of revenge and, uh, we were able to be successful. So walk us through, uh, the penalty kicks then, uh, against Hamtramck in the, the regional UPSL final. Uh, yeah, so uh, we, we, versus, versus Detroit United, we, we went into PKs with those guys. Uh, after 120 minutes of, uh, of a nil-nil game, um, we, we were able to be successful in the PKs. Uh, Evan, Evan Missouri came up big for us, came up huge for us, saved uh, three PKs. Um, we went, uh, we shot first, and then um, we, were, we, we had a successful shot, and then we, we blundered a couple of them. Uh, their goalie, credit to him, he made a couple of saves as well. But uh, we made one more save than they did, and, and, and that's that's what, what we needed to do to become uh, champions. So how was the ebb and the flow of that game? It was nil-nil for a whole expanse of time. Was there a lot of chances? Uh, uh, how, how did it get to that point? Yeah, I mean, uh, definitely opportunities for both teams. Um, they hit the woodwork a couple of times. We hit the woodwork a few times. Um, it's just that uh, defensive defensive uh, pressure from both teams. Um, nobody was able to, to put one in. And uh, luckily for us, uh, they, their opportunities uh, uh, were missed as well. And so we ended up going into uh, overtime and then uh, PKs at the end. Wow. So uh, how did you guys celebrate? Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it was surreal for a little while, uh, if I'm being honest. Uh, uh, the 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 culmination of the season um, was a, a lot a roller coaster ride up and down. I mean, we started the season zero and three, having played three games during the month of Ramadan, and uh, the team being predominantly Muslim. I think we had at one point eighteen or seventeen players uh, uh, out of the twenty uh, that were rostered for those games uh, fasting, and um, uh, having uh, having played those games. Um, uh, you know, on on uh, on no water and no food, uh, it was it was really hard. I can't imagine um, 
<laughs> especially it's it was it's been pretty hot too it's a uh, water's been uh quite a quantity to 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 take in so how does uh one manage that i mean you know we talk to the boys and they got to hydrate uh plenty the, the night before and that's the that's the best thing that you can do is just to hydrate as much as you can and um these guys are obviously, you know, it's not being forced on them, but uh, they have this uh, uh, sense of, of pride with with their faith, and uh, and you have to understand. You just have to let them be who they are and 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 follow the the traditions that they want to follow. And um, we did the best that we could. We managed um, each each person's time, and we watched them uh, the best that we could to make sure that they weren't uh, uh, overly depleted, they weren't uh, overly uh, dehydrated, and and, um, and we managed to get through. So front loading, so being like, like at maximum hydration going in and kind of trying to make that go as long as possible. I, that that's the best that we could do, right? That's it's just uh, when when you can't really drink uh, uh, until sun uh, sunset. That's the best that you could do is just uh, chug on water the night before, and make sure you're plenty hydrated, and then uh, do the best that you can. Uh, uh, some of the advice we gave the boys is just. Then you know the day of the game, just to be as as chill and as relaxed as possible. Stay away from any kind of rigorous activity, and uh, and and you know make do the best way the best way you can. So with Saturday's win, you move on to the national tournament. Uh, tell us uh, uh, where, when, and who you're playing, please. Yeah, so we're uh, we're looking to face Global Rising um, in the Ohio Conference. Uh, we will play them this upcoming Saturday, and I believe the field, uh, their home field, is in Columbus, Ohio. So we'll be traveling to Columbus, and uh, we'll uh, we'll see those guys. And and, and I'm hoping uh, uh, for for a good result for our team. So you told me that uh, Saturday's win was huge for the team. It was some recent revenge, but um, I believe in many uh, names. Uh, Cedars has been around the the Detroit area and the Dearborn area for a while. Um, can you speak at all to the club's history and kind of how it's been built and how it's gotten to this point? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as you said, Cedars has been around for for years, and uh, uh, previously the name was Sporting Michigan, and uh, uh, it became um, so. The two teams in Dearborn were Sporting Michigan and Dearborn Stars, and and they were the uh, they were Barcelona and the Real Madrid of 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 the Dearborn uh, community, and so. Um, when Dr. Nett took over as sponsor, uh, we kind of merged the two teams together. And Hyder um, Bazzi, the owner of Sporting Michigan, uh, 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 came up with this idea to merge the two teams and come up with one strong team that can represent the city uh, uh, in a fair way. And so when uh, when that happened, um, the, we ended up uh, uh, joining the uh, the UPSL, and we've had uh, we've had some good success in the past couple of years. Excellent, excellent. So thanks for explaining that. Um, uh, so, uh, has there been many championships along the way? Is this another notch, or is this like a big step forward for for Cedars? Oh, there's definitely been uh, so, some some big games and some big wins. Uh, we've we've represented Michigan in the um, in uh, uh, regional finals in in uh, I believe it was the uh, MPSL. And so this is not the first rodeo for sure. I mean, uh, uh, Cedars has had its, its history. It's just under a different name at the time. Um, but yeah, uh, 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 the, the, the group that we have now is a relatively younger and inexperienced group. Um, uh, some of these guys, maybe this is the first time here, but the club as a, as a, as a whole has definitely been here before. So how many teams are currently uh, playing for the Cedars FC club? Uh, there are two, one in the UPSL and one in the, uh, in the Midwest. And um, how is uh, that? I mean, so how many players, I guess, uh, in all total, uh, play for the club? Uh, so I would say we have a pool of around 
40 to 45 players, I believe it is. Um, obviously, players that, that are strictly UPSL and then players that are strictly Midwest. And then there are players that float between the two teams. Okay. Um, so how is uh, the team finding it uh, uh, in the other competition as well? Uh, we're Okay. Uh, it's, an, it's a different league. And in, in, in the league, uh, you're required to travel further distances and um, play some different competition. But, I mean, it's more exposure for these guys. Um, we've had a few games where we've won. Um, and then we've had a couple of uh, downs recently, and uh, we're looking to, to clean it up and, and get back out there soon. Back on the UPSL side, um, you're obviously you're you're heading off to the uh, national tourney on Saturday. But kind of tell us uh, what was kind of the story like of your regular season. What kind of style do you like your team to play? Yeah, so we definitely are. Uh, we, we we pride ourselves in being a possessive-minded team, but I mean, every single game you play is is gonna have its challenges and and and, and its different identity. Um, we like to stick to our identity and 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 keep uh, the ball as much as we can. Um, obviously, when you play teams like Detroit United, who are a, a very good team, uh, stacked in the middle with a with a attack that is. Um, that is very versatile and, and, and very diverse, um, you have to a little bit switch it up in, in times. And so um, uh, throughout the season, we definitely try to be, uh, to the best of our ability, a possessive-minded team. Excellent. And and you did you, I mean, uh, you felt that uh, you hit all the, the, the benchmarks that you wanted them to hit along the way here? I believe so. I mean, we definitely have higher standards for our team and higher standards for our players, uh, but we definitely are are happy with uh, with the uh, results that we've had. So, how uh, can uh, listeners tune in or at least follow along to uh, your round of thirty two game? Yeah, so we'll have all that information posted up on the uh, Cedars Instagram. Um, all of it will be uh, out there and on all kinds of social media. We'll blow it up to the best that we can uh, and, and try to get it out there to the to the fans that uh, that are looking to watch. Well, hi there. Uh, thank you so much for uh, joining Michigan Soccer Central podcast, and uh, congratulations on the win Saturday, and all the best and safe travels as you go to Columbus to uh, play in the UPSL National Tournament. Robert, thank you very much. I really appreciate it, and uh, thank you for having me. That about does it for this week's edition of the Michigan Soccer Central Podcast. Thank you, listener, for tuning in, and thank you to the guests once again for coming on and making this show go. Uh, Thank you to all the guests that we've had over the last 13 months or so on the show. Thank you to Jenny for putting it together, and thank you to the core team for helping us gather all these guests. So, another busy soccer week ahead, and I'll be there next week. And until next time, enjoy your soccer.